Okay, and hello, and welcome back to part two of this week's epic trilogy of podcasts on the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. I said podcast twice there, I do not care, we are short on time, but we are full of love. So, we're going to get straight into this part two, uh, which is Sean. Uh, take it away. Yeah, so big news earlier this week. Um, I woke up on Wednesday, and as usual, this won't surprise you, but I <laughs> generally uh, check in on Nintendo-based um, news sites. This comes as complete shock to all of us. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, they um, we found out the, the NX has a release date. It's um, March 2017. So a lot of people thought it was going to launch um, this year. If you don't know, the NX is basically the code name for Nintendo's next console. Well, we think it's a console. It could be a handheld. It could be both. We don't know. We don't really literally don't know anything about it. But there's been like huge amounts of speculation and hype and rumours and wish listing and all kinds of crazy stuff. But up until now, we've literally done nothing. Now we know that it's coming out in March t- uh, 2017. That's it. But um, it's the in the same report they talked about how the Wii U's um, expected its sales are supposed to drop like a stone. So I think we can pretty safely assume it's it's more going to be replacing the Wii U than the 3DS. Well, they they also announced they put Zelda back, didn't they? Which is the one game they had coming out this year on the, the Wii U. It's not the one game. It's definitely the biggest game. It's the it's, one it's, big game. It's that's, the yeah, yeah. it's the biggest game. There are a couple of. Um, Paper Mario is coming out for the Wii oh, okay, later this year. Paper Mario is a pretty big deal to like Nintendo nerds, and um, there's a couple of other things there. there. There really isn't very much at all. And um, Zelda, well, well, me certainly, I was really looking forward to Zelda Wii U this year because mm. it's the Zelda's 30th anniversary this year, and I've been on a bit of a Zelda binge this year. I've played through something like four four Zelda games all the way through just this year alone. And um, last weekend, I was at the uh, Zelda orchestrated uh, symphony concert thing. Dan is, I mean, Tom is looking at me with the most uh, <laughs> disdain anyone's ever looked at me before in my life. He looks appalled. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, it's my topic. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm saying nothing. Yeah. I literally said nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's not the only person I know that went, <coughs> and the other person said that, you know, it was so moving that they were close to tears at times. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so cool. They yeah. really enjoyed it. So. It was not because they suddenly realised that they'd spent the last hour of their life listening to Zelda music. No, no, oh, come on, man. If you, if you, if they did that with Halo, tell me you wouldn't go. I probably wouldn't go. Really? <laughs> no, no. I have, music I have in no, Halo is so good. No, I have no interest. Anyway, do you sorry. Know I like video game music generally. I do love video game music, but I, I always find that it makes it, it has more impact in the in the game. In the game. This. Oh well, that's part of the, what the appeal for me is that um, this is really off topic now. But part of the appeal for me is that it reminds you of moments in games. So when you hear the soundtrack on its own, you get taken back to certain scenes in games. Mm. I find that really. Oh, absolutely, wonderful. absolutely. But I prefer to do it. Uh, at home while masturbating on my bed (laughs) I know but I prefer I prefer to do it I prefer to do that on my own I find find the I I don't know and it's probably just me being being straight you don't don't see the point in going all the way to see a big orchestrated concert not just that but sharing it with other people because I don't want to be next (laughs) to Tom doesn't like to share I don't don't want to be I don't want to be sitting in an audience of people 
who are all having great memories and things like that. Just turns well. to the I person just... on the right and goes, you're not enjoying it right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're thinking of the wrong moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm enjoying this more than you. So yeah. Why are you here? <laughs> Stop getting <laughs> Stop bombed wrong. Getting bombed wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, I'm, I'm, and I'm not. I'm not knocking it. I just. I'm not. I and mean, it wasn't disdain. It's just I like. I like how passionate you are about Your Nintendo. Your face, though, is just. So I just <laughs> it's hidden behind a beard. There's no blank expression. I know. It was. It oh. was. I was trying to be blank because I was yeah. like, I don't want to be betrayed this oh. way. God, he's talking about <laughs> Nintendo again. Uh, any, anyway, there's more to it than that. Yeah, no, well, I've, been, I've been looking forward to this Zelda. Discussion. Yeah, anyway, have you seen any footage of the um, new Zelda game? No. They first released footage for it, got about um, 2013 or something crazy like that. They were, so they three were talking years. about it. Maybe not footage, maybe it's years. 2014 they, or 15. They still, still actually showed What have they been doing for two years? <clears throat> well, apparently they. They're trying to do something different with this game. They're trying to do like a big open world thing. And um, the director of the series has, has mentioned that he kind of warned people that this this new Zelda game is going to go in a different direction and it might have more Western influence. So I'm guessing maybe after the success of stuff like Skyrim and The Witcher... And Grand Theft Auto is going to be stealing cars. <laughs> yeah, Link, oh yeah, Link's yeah. going to be breaking yeah, into yeah. cars, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's... He's talked about Western flavour. We don't know if that's kind of a mistranslation or you know lost in translation type thing, but people are speculating new, that it's one of the new Walkers flavours, isn't it? <laughs> 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 what talking, Gurnalist was talking about Walkers last week. Yeah. He said Gurnalist. something about sponsorship. Yeah, Gurnalist. He says he knows you. I don't know, mate. He says he knows your people. You've got people. My people. Yeah. No, I've got. <laughs> got a family. I just know if that's. Okay, it's getting weirder. Yeah, Sorry, Sean. Weird. Sorry, Carry Sean. On. Yeah. It's a derail, isn't it? <clears throat> so anyway, Zelda Wii U. It's been a long time coming. It hasn't even got a name yet. So just calling it Zelda Wii U still. I don't know. I think that's a pretty, pretty inspired Nintendo esque mm. name. <laughs> <Yeah>. Zelda <laughs> Wii U edition. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> uh, it was due to come out. They said definitely 2015. Definitely 2015. Sure. 2015. They say, actually, we need more time on this. We want to make it perfect. We're going to push it back to 2016 just to make sure it's, you know, absolutely perfect. Yeah. And then everyone was thinking, well, do you know what? That's okay. It's Zelda's 30th anniversary. Kind of fitting. New Zelda game. <laughs> 2016 comes around. We're all, e- you know, eagerly anticipating the new <laughs> Zelda game. Getting excited. You know, they release um, Twilight Princess HD to tide us over. Hyrule Warriors and all this stuff like on the 3DS and um, with this announcement with the NX release date they've announced that the um, Zelda Wii U is getting pushed back to 2017 so what it looks like they're doing or what they've said they're going to do now they've actually confirmed it that they're going to do a joint release like they did with um, Twilight Princess back when the Wii launched it was originally supposed to be well it was a GameCube game Mm -hmm. and they did release it on GameCube as well so it's de- developed for that, but then they wanted to um, to have it as a launch game with a new console as well. I'm fine with that. It's a f- that you know I-, I can totally deal with that. We all everyone expected basically to be that to be um, the case that it was going to launch on both systems. Everyone expected mm-hmm. Zelda Wii U to end up on the NX. What I didn't expect is for them to push it back to launch it simultaneously with mm. the NX. That kind of pisses me off. Do you think it's the only reason they've pushed it back? Yes. It must be, because they've had so long to develop this mm. game. I And to be honest, there's a lot of 2016 left. We're, not, we're only yeah. like a third of the way into the year. 
There's a lot of twenty. So the, I'm confident that they, if they wanted to, they could have released it on the Wii U at some point this year. But they've chosen to push it back because they want it to be new and exciting, fresh kind of launch games, get everyone hyped up yeah, yeah, yeah. and to buy an NX. I think it's they missed a trick. If they could have got it out in 2015, by the time 2017 rolls around, you've got the the NX version, NX remastered version of whatever Zelda is going to be. Yeah, called. I think no, I think the original when they pushed it back originally, that was a genuine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need more time. There's a very like a famous Shigeru Miyamoto quote. Which basically says a um, a a rushed game is bad forever. A mm. delayed game is eventually good, mm. which isn't actually always true. Like no, June, June, June forever, forever. <laughs> a prime say. example. But generally, game. that's kind of Nintendo's philosophy, and I totally respect that. They, you know, they want to make sure they put out something good because they don't. They, you know, Nintendo aren't ones for like releasing it and then just <clears> saying we'll patch it later. We'll mm. patch it later. You know, making yeah. good. You know, they want to like release it a good game. Anyway, NX twenty seventeen, but that's not the only thing we're hearing rumblings of rumours, um, because apparently um, PS four is getting a revised model or an updated model. Even it's not yep. even like a slimline edition or something like that. It's an actual more powerful um, console. It's almost people call it like a point five. Yeah, mm. they call it the four K was the other one I heard. Cause it's going to be compatible yeah, with four K and apparently it's it's going to be the model that's out of the box compatible with the VR VR stuff. Yeah, that's all coming out, and everyone's um, expecting E three, um, where they're going to kind of talk more about this stuff because I don't think we know anything in particular about the PS four. Some people are calling it PlayStation Neo. Yeah, well, that's the co- that's the uh, project name apparently, oh, okay. isn't it? So yeah, and people are even suggesting that the Xbox is going to get a point five model as well. It's already been announced. Has it? Oh, really? No, they, well, they've announced that they are looking into. They've, they've signed a load of patents on a number of different things, apparently, uh, and they are exploring their options. But Phil Spencer fairly recently. Phil Finnemans. Phil, no, different guy. <laughs> uh, different guy. Yeah. <laughs> he um, he recently announced that. Um, they were looking into not just he, well he, he specifically said they didn't want to release another console he liked the idea of having this one console that you just update I'm yeah. smiling Dan's looking at me and I'm smiling yeah. basically yeah. You, you basically realise he's talking about his own, his own console redundant he's basically saying buy a PC basically but I mean there is still differences with a console the idea is that the games will always work on the Xbox One, but maybe not to the high spec they're expecting. But it's no different from people buying a PS4.5. But <clears throat> So there's a number of different ideas, nothing specific with Xbox. They think there's going to be a slim version of it coming out. Oh, um, right, so you don't think it's going to be a, like a new updated hardware? He, I think powerful. it was two months ago he said that they don't like the idea of releasing a more powerful console. What he liked the idea of was something modular, something you can just plug in, something that improves the graphics, make it a 4K console. Yeah, but this is the problem, isn't it? Because the whole point of something like an Xbox is that everyone gets the same experiences. The games are standardised across the whole... I am um, 100% with you on this. Right, yeah. I am... I don't think... The, the, the topic that we had in mind was that are we ready for new hardware? No. Nowhere near. Because, Nowhere near, yeah. Because I always feel... That if a company a couple of years after they, um, <clears throat> thank you, 
after they release their console, start talking about uh, releasing an upgraded version or even an update to that console or even a brand new console makes me think that mine is about to suffer from some horrendous crippling red ring it, of death oh, fiasco. <laughs> it'll run. Will... It just won't run as the guy who waited an extra three years to buy an Xbox. It's like, well, I, I put my trust in you because I well, love the product. Look at the yeah. Xbox 360 as a case in point. Yeah. The first version that came out was technologically inferior. It was yeah. rushed out. Um, and that is absolutely borne out by the Red Ring of Death fiasco. Mm. Yeah, caused I remember by, that. But it was still the top-selling console by, at the time. It did was, but caused by a bad them? thermal pace. Yes, they released an updated version. But did they, for the consumers who bought it... Yeah, if, if it went it's wrong. It's very, very yeah. telling yeah. that the next version of the Xbox 360, which was the slim, mm. the Xbox Elite, as they called it, was basically covered in cooling vents. Mm. Right. They had grossly underestimated how much cooling the hardware inside the Xbox 360 was going to need. Yeah, because what they'd been doing it was testing it in cool rooms on top of a table rather than where people are putting it into like cabinets yeah. and yeah. Yeah, so yeah, with other bits of hardware that are all incredibly which hot. Which actually lets you understand how stupid these companies are. There's there's a there's they a piece going up this week on the Xbox which is that people still bought it despite the fact that it regularly pisses off and die. I bought it before yeah. it regularly pissed off. And you know what? Die. I I still loved it. I even loved though it did too. Yeah. My one of my favourite consoles, apart from the original yeah. Xbox, one of my favourite consoles of all time. Yeah, I, I think the three sixty probably is my favourite console of all time. Yeah. It got me back into playing games. Yeah, which I, I, I'd agree with that. It did the opposite for me. <laughs> <laughs> it killed you. <laughs> it did. But the point is, I think Nintendo, they don't have a choice. I think they've got to release something. Well, yet. to be fair, the, the, um, the Wii U's had its run. I mean, people are saying, oh, you know, it's, it's had a short lifespan, but it's not been that short. It, by the time the NX comes out, it would have been out for five years, which is the same as um, the N64. Mm. And a lot of the other consoles, it's pretty standard. Five and globally, years, it has... It has burned quite brightly, I would imagine, globally. The, well, the Wii U. Yeah, it's no, been it's a commercial flop. Yeah, yeah. It's been like critical success. As like critics, that's what I mean when I say burned quite brightly. Yeah, I mean people love it. People yeah. who've got one love it. Tell other people buy one. It's really good. Critics constantly tell people it's the one games console of this generation. It's, it's a it's a it's a tailor made console for playing games whereas everything else is kind of a multimedia it just platform doesn't, thing mm. it just doesn't appeal to the mass market um, yeah it was just a tough sell because they they lost that very um, fragile market that was the, the very casual Wii market and when they didn't market it very well to them and didn't yeah. explain themselves very well when it was released People weren't really sure, is this a new console? Because it was called the Wii U. People, Some people assumed it was just like a, like an updated Wii. We think this is yeah. a brand new console, the next console. We, we even got to a point where, where I work, where we were asking people, you sure this is the game you want? Well, I've got a Wii. Now, this is a Wii U game. Yeah. And it's like, oh, is there a difference? Yes, there is. This won't run on your console. Mm. Yeah. It failed with marketing. Into a Terrible extent. marketing. Yeah. They, they, they just. Nintendo are quite sort of arrogant in this way. They, they don't really think they need to to market mm. their products. I think Sony are kind of the same. They, they do some. I don't know. You see a lot of Sony. I've on telly. And they've got players. They've, yeah, they've got better at it. That's for sure. 
But yeah, Nintendo comes across, and I have to say, and I do say this with all due respect to you, because you know I love you. <laughs> but Nintendo always comes across to me as very smug, and always has done. I don't think it's smug. Very pleased with itself for no real reason that I can see. <laughs> smug? <laughs> what? No, I don't think they're smug. They're Arrogant is probably the right. Well, not okay, sure. Please don't hit me again. <laughs> a bit, probably naive, maybe. Naive is what I'd say. Smug. That they, they, they'll yeah, just smug. release. It. They know they're not doing very well with yeah, this. With in the, this Wii day Wii and age. the thing is, though, you've got to remember as well. The Wii U is not doing very well. 3DS that doesn't is doing mean amazingly. Nintendo aren't doing very well. Mm. Nintendo are doing incredibly well because they're selling a shit ton of amiibos. They're selling masses and masses and masses of amiibos. They're also the 3DS has outsold the PS3. I mean, the PS4 and Xbox One combined. I think. Well, you, I can't remember the last time I saw uh, a Nintendo hardware advert. Did you? TV. Well, it's the thing they don't because they, Nintendo like to operate in their own little sphere. This is the same thing with E3. This year at E3, they've already said their new console's coming out right in March. They've announced it. Everyone is so excited to hear what this is. They've already said, or they said in the same meeting where they talked about the NX coming out in March, they said, yeah, we're not going to talk about it at E3, though. Did you um, E3 see- coming up this June, the big event everyone expects, Nintendo are like, just, Nintendo don't give a shit about E3, it seems. Because well. last year they, they brought nothing. They were just like, it was the worst E3 presentation Last. The reason that I feel Nintendo, and this is just, this is just me, uh, the reason that I feel Nintendo has such a hardcore fan following is because the people who become Nintendo fans, I think, feel like they've broken through the kind of barrier of, well, <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost like, I, I, you know what, it's almost like the hipster sort of thing. It's like, oh, I'm a Nintendo fan, um, whereas mm. the mass market are the ones playing the PS4s and the Xbox Ones. Whereas we're, we're Nintendo, we don't have to be marketed to. We just know that it's, that it's working. No, and I know that that makes me sound it's very because smart they're, and cynical. No, it's it's not like that at all. They they're just a, like an old fashioned company, and they were a monopoly. They were the only video games console really. Sega were the ones who had to put in all these massive marketing campaigns to try and get some of the market share that Nintendo had. For those days, to try and break the exactly. Gone. But this is the thing, Nintendo have never really had to to do this but their whole business model isn't to compete they're obviously very trying very hard not to compete with um, Sony and Microsoft mm. they don't want any part in that they see mm. that Sony are doing incredibly well they see that Xbox are doing really well and they just think why are we going to try and get in on that fight let's try and find our own space <laughs> said every microbrewery that's ever been set up in Hoxton listen did you, <laughs> Nintendo have been around a long time they make a lot of money they've got apparently they've got enough money in the bank to sell at a loss for like the next 10 years or something you know they can lose money hand over fist but why does that and make sense going, well this makes sense but the point is they know what they're doing mm. they have a lot of money it's not like they're this struggling company that's if people if these like uh, you know internet nerds aren't listened to soon, Nintendo are going to go down the drain. It's not like no, that. No, I don't, I don't, I don't for a second think that's the case. But a lot of people do. You see so many people on forums and things like saying Nintendo need to to have more third party support and they need better graphics. But, yeah, as you say, that's not, that's that people have been saying that for years about no, Nintendo. Yeah, and uh, Nintendo don't care. Exactly. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, I'm just saying from my perception it is the hipster approach. Yeah, as you say, that's not what they're after. They've got an incredible <laughs> they've got an incredibly loyal fan base. And was the stat I read the other day about 
was it three million Wii U's have been sold? I don't know. Recently, I'm going to say that's that's as accurate as I can get. I think it's since the release of Splatoon. And Possibly. It's, it's like two point eight million Wii's have been sold, mm. and three million copies of Splatoon have been sold yeah. since then. Because everyone that owns a Wii U is going out and buying There's, their games. There was there was a yeah an incredibly high attach rate. Yeah. Um, for some Wii U games, they're just like I was, amazingly I was just high attach rates. Looking, it's because people buy Nintendo consoles what was to play the, Nintendo What was games. the Wii U placed in catapult um, rate like after they played Splatoon for about a month? The what? They gave up. The placing the Wii U into a catapult and firing <laughs> it into the <laughs> no, next door. Honestly, well, the other, the people, other one. People who have Wii U's love them. They genuinely. Hmm. Um, it has the best exclusives of this generation, hands down. And I'm going to say that as an. Not a subjective thing. That's, that's, that's <laughs> nonsense. That is it nonsense. I've got a, I can show you a graph. <laughs> that's, uh, the, that's what I prepared yeah, earlier. Just Sean's very Nintendo arguments. Wii U graph. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nintendo. The other shit. Yeah. Anything Tom likes. <laughs> I, oh, I, oh, I don't know about that. But go, go, while you're looking that up, going for your point about Amiibos, there was a the thing about Wii U's have sold just over 12 million. Hmm. Amiibos, they've sold 20.5 million of them mm. because people are just buying this shit up like crazy. Amiibos, and as I said, the 3DS is very, very popular. It's not in its heyday at the moment. It's kind of um, on a bit of a downhill slope. But the actual h- hardware has sold so many, uh, they've sold so many handhelds. It's mm. crazy. So it's, it's not, they've, they've always dominated that market. Because you look at something. Yeah. It's funny how it's like the inverse of the console market because the Vita, which is a great console thing, by the way, much better graphics than the 3DS. You know, arguably a nicer design, looks sleeker, looks cooler. It should tick all the boxes, but for whatever reason, Nintendo handhelds still sell like hotcakes because of phones. Yeah, maybe 3DS does something that phones can't do, whereas exactly. the Vita. And yeah. this is the whole point of what Nintendo try and do with their consoles. They try and do something different. They try and find space in the market. They don't look to take these th- fights head on. They don't look at um, Sony and, and Microsoft and think we're going to do exactly the same thing as them. We're going to release a more powerful console with you know uh, the same you know the same mm. similar kind of DualShock controller. We're going to get all the Call of Duty games on there. We're going to get all the Assassin's Creed because they don't want that. They want to find their own uh, market space, and that's why they. I think they're not so bothered about. Trying to you know get into the dick measuring competition at E3. What? Hmm. The only thing I'd argue with that is correct me if I'm wrong, but the Wii U came with when it was released an awful lot of third party games that just disappeared very quickly. Yes. No, they oh they have done it and it's yeah. failed and that's yeah. not, that's when they failed. Like they, they, that was because uh, a lot they, of people have gone to it and gone. The hardware is not really capable of doing what we wanted to do. That's part of the problem yeah. is that um, generally. <clears throat> If you want to do that, there's better consoles for it. If you mm. want third-party games, you're not going to buy it. For who knows? If if um, if they're saying that the next Zelda game is going to have a lot of Western flavour, then arguably the PS4 and the Xbox One could be regarded as Western flavour. And potentially Nintendo is finally getting around to the point where they, despite the fact they may be saying we've got enough money in the bank to run for ten years without a loss, what if they're thinking? We need to start looking at our our business, uh, you know, and with people, you know, leaving companies and joining companies, someone might come in with a new strategy going. Nintendo needs to start opening its doors a little bit. 
and start peeking around the corners. And sometimes, sometimes, we might have someone who wants everything that the Nintendo consoles offers, the, in the uh, inclusivity, sometimes the exclusivity, but we also want to stop alienating people who might every now and then want to have a mainstream game. I mean, they tried this with they the Force Unleashed with the Wii. <clears throat> yeah. Sadly, the version that they released on the Wii was wank and was terrible and was really, really yeah, really hard to control. <clears throat> I mean, I bought it on the Wii thinking this is going to be great. I'm going to be able to run around like a Jedi. No. Well, and that's not necessarily the Wii's fault. Some people absolutely hate motion controls. I've heard a lot, a lot that it was in Star Fox Zero. Um, it was a hardware issue again. It was basically because they, they had to they had to downgrade the experience by so much yeah. for it to work on the Wii that you got a kind of well. It looked, did you ever see that um, clay wrestling MTV <laughs> thing? Yeah, it looked yeah, like yeah. that. It looked like that. It was it was awful. It was just it was really and the the sound suffered and there was stuttering and it was it was just generally crap. And for you know and I can imagine that Nintendo would probably have been a bit upset. They probably would have thought, fuck me, we're going to have like we're going to have a triple A release here, and we might get a load of sales from people doing it. You know what? They probably did, no. but I bet you they got a Nintendo, lot of returns as well. No, I don't think they care. I really don't think they care about whether the Force Unleashed sells well or not. Because if someone in that company. Nintendo yes. make their own games. That's what they care about. They care about selling their own games. But they also they, they also the, care the third about making money. Is, is a bonus. It's like it's to keep the consumers happy. It's not to keep them happy. They want to, their own games to sell really well because that's where they're going to make all their money. Mm. I don't. I think um, they make losses on each Wii U sold mm. because it's so expensive to make because it's got the tablet controller. You know, it, it's an expensive thing to produce. Um, and they bank on people buying the software. They bank on that high attachment rate of the first-party products. They don't really care about the, the third-party stuff, I don't think. That's more... It's all business. It's I mean, all business. And this is the thing. This is what people have got to remember when they sort of say, Nintendo needs to be doing this, needs to be doing that. And you're like, I'm sure they've thought of it. And they've obviously decided that didn't, doesn't make us any money. So we're not going to do that. So, I mean, their most popular console... I'm guessing of all times, well, recent years at least, is the Wii, right? Yeah, by... A, some, a country mark, outsold everything else in the market. Well, their own consoles, yeah. if you look at the graph of um, how their consoles are sold, it, it's a downward spiral. Mm. It's, a, it's literally the NES sold, you know, X amount. Yeah. Um, the Super Nintendo sold a fair bit less. Mm. Then the N64 sold almost like half of that. Yeah. Um, then the GameCube sold almost half of that. By the time we got to the GameCube, we were only selling 20 million, whereas the NES, I think, sold something like, ooh, off the top of my head, it was something like 60 million, or yeah, maybe yeah. even more than that. Then suddenly, the Wii, unprecedented success. Massive success. The Wii U goes back in line with that original figure. It drops mm. roughly, we're at about 12, 13 million. So it's, it's a drop from the GameCube. So really, it is following a trend. Now, part of that is because they had such a monopoly at the beginning; their whole they had all of the market share. Mm. You know, I, the I mean, NES I bought the Wii saved a, gaming. I bought the Wii as a weekend purchase. I'm still well, thinking a lot about of buying it, and that it was that's why it was it was such a genius idea at the time because they they released a console that was affordable to everyone. Mm. It was like released at just over a hundred quid. Hundred twenty mm. quid, which is crazy me. for a launch. Hundred eighty quid, and that's why it's underpowered. That's why it doesn't have the graphical prowess of 
its competitors because they wanted it to be cheap or from launch. How much did the Wii U cost? A lot more. It was um, about three hundred quid. Yeah, it was two three nine for the uh, mm. the the minimum like mm. memory one, which couldn't do shit basically. Yeah, yeah. And then, if you wanted a game with it, it came. It shot up as well. Oh yeah. So again, really, it's funny how people instinctively want them to do the opposite of what's shown to work. The Wii, people always rag on the Wii and say, you know, oh, that's the last thing they need to be doing. Stop going after the casual market. Stop making it a cheap gimmicky thing. Stop making it underpowered. But those are all the things that made it a massive success in a weird kind of way. They don't sound great when you say them out loud because they're not brilliant like selling points to say our console's underpowered. But you you look at the other side, which is it's cheap. It's cheap to produce. It's cheap for us to sell it to you. Mm. And therefore, we can actually make a profit on it when we're selling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to argue on that point at all. I mean, actually, we, we have gone... Grossly off topic. Yeah. yeah, we can always like change the title. This is my um, <laughs> Wii U has the best exclusive games. Graph. It says by Sean. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically got twice as many as of. This is critically rated exclusive games. It has twice as many uh, awful ones as well. <laughs> well, four, two, and one is yeah. the, the amount. So it's like yeah, but it's got twice as many still. Yeah, but so it's basically got more. It's got four terrible exclusives. So that's not like a terrible statistic. The point is, it's got it's got fourteen, it's got 14 mere 14 ones. Yeah, to the Xbox One's four, which is pretty good. I like that the Xbox One comes out best. No, it doesn't because it doesn't have an amazing one. All oh, right, but it's so on... good to mere. So yeah. yeah, but at the end of for the, the listeners at home, I've, I've pulled up a pointless. <laughs> Um, dick measuring <laughs> graph of um, it's by uh, Geek Wire and they've um, drawn up a graph of why I think of, of, of well it's but as you so okay, so, but that, but this as is you've scientific fact but as okay. you've explained to us because, <laughs> the, because the Nintendo makes all of their own stuff they're not going to be on any other consoles this is, yes but this is the point they have that's why I said they have the best exclusives but okay and even also, though they've got more less people are playing them how how who yeah. who's how does the score go well, into metacritic again as well how so, is the score going into metacritic how how is a metacritic score well they take so, a range of reviews from um all of, they, there's like a metacritic have like a certain amount of journalistic websites and reviewers and things it's all uh, critics it's not um just punters they have like a separate score for Fans, so it's not like so. There's no punters going into that then. No, it's not. These aren't like me. <laughs> so ten out of ten, Mario 3D World is the best game ever made. I mean, I did that, but they didn't. They didn't, they didn't publish it. They, didn't, they wouldn't accept that as a but, review. But I, I would say that that makes you completely unreliable anyway, because most Nintendo me, no, that comes really out. Do that. Ten out of ten. Yeah. Super Smash Brothers 104 was the best game ever made. <laughs> no. I, I, I'm very impartial, as you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm very unbiased. I have an Xbox in my cupboard. <laughs> yeah. You hate it. But I beat the shit out of every now and then. Yeah, no, punch. I, I do own other consoles, and I have, um, you know, uh, before Nintendo now. Wii, and <laughs> Nintendo 64. <laughs> no, I mean, I've had a, like a PS1, um, a PS2, yeah. an Xbox, original Xbox, an Xbox 360. Yeah. Um, it's only this generation, like the current generation. I don't have any of the current generation consoles, but last generation I had 360, 
primarily. Yeah. Oh, you're not selling it to all. I no. I look. I I am. I I am what I am, and I. <clears throat> Nintendo always. I I just cannot get excited about the NX. I just because. I, I because I am part of that group of people that thinks Nintendo comes across as a bit self-satisfied as a company and a bit kind of that they you know the fact is in in today's world and I work in marketing in today's world the view of marketing people is is we're there to help translate a company's message into something that people will understand so that they'll buy our products but unfortunately it's got harder to do that now you can't just go you know, this does this, this does that. You've got to find a good way of communicating to people at every level, which is why the Sony's for the players. Yeah, is just brilliant because it's everyone. Mm. Players is everyone. Anyone who wants to play a game, it's that. It's, a, it's that simple. It isn't. It isn't. It's for the hardcore gamer market. I would say it's not for everyone. But it's for those people who want to. I would say when I see now. those adverts, I don't think like your mum is gonna. No, no, no. no. Find it's something for, in it, that. It's for people who will. It's. It, I mean, it's speaking to the people who will game. Yeah. But do so you think they in that demographic knows how to use a Wii U gamepad either? No, the Wii U definitely not. The Wii U's totally yeah. failed in that regard of trying to reach mums and yeah. nans yeah. and all those other people. But the Wii was really mm. obviously amazing at that. All the marketing for the Wii was really good. Actually. Yeah. They but, had adverts on telly. No, they did. But to take, the problem, to take my argument the further, yeah. companies nowadays have to work hard at that. And actually, the companies that that engage with people get a good reputation amongst people. And what I always find is that I don't feel. I, I, it's, it actually might be even part of it of me being reactionary to it going I don't see anything of this company I can't get excited about their products because they refuse to interact so they're not they're yeah. very happy to cultivate the group of people that they have buying yeah, I was going to say stuff. they, they are they very are, good at communicating with their own fans but they don't because care about they have, else. Um, this is where they announce <clears throat> most of their good stuff is in their directs have you heard of directs yeah mm-hmm. which, which are for Nintendo fanboys yeah, because they're, yeah. They're, it's, it's like, whereas everyone else it looks for is like E3, because they assume everything's going to, all the big announcements are all going to come out at shows like that. I love watching, yeah, I'm one of those people, <coughs> I love watching E3, personally. Nintendo like to go directly just to the fans and say, you know, we're going to be streaming this time, tune in, and we're going to like uh, talk about something brand new. You know, you it's very something. cool, it's like doing a gig in front of your family mm. every mm. time, because you know that no matter what happens, whether you're shit <laughs> or not... That, that, that everyone's going to go oh, you're so good you should be on the box oh, I don't know I think you, think you would be surprised my god the amount of like toxicity in still the Nintendo fan they still base. buy everything oh yeah yeah there's still that but see the thing is on a big console like the Xbox One I have totally fallen out of love with COD but it doesn't matter because they still have legions of people who will because they have so many games coming out for the console <laughs> from all over the place that just because I don't buy COD anymore doesn't mean I'm not going to start. I'm not going to buy Assassin's Creed anymore. Or just because I'm not going to buy Assassin's Creed anymore doesn't mean that I'm not going to buy um, Metal Gear Solid Five or something like that. I'm, they, I'm worse than that. <clears throat> I fallen out in love with COD. I uh, love with COD, and I will still buy it every year. I, there is still part of me that masochistically wants to play yeah. Blops Three's campaign so just shit. to find out what it's like. And that's the point. Yeah. A lot of these games now focus too much on multiplayer. Mm. They don't bother about the stories anymore. I, I, um, 
I can't even reference James Gunn list really, can I? Because um, I always make out that I can't. But <laughs> you listened to last week's pod, though, right? I uh, no, I don't tend to listen to anything we we record. Um, but um, no, I'm kidding. I gave, I gave you an out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. Um, things like Skyrim, I've clocked up a lot of hours in. I've played them over and over and over and over and over again, and um, I've totally lost my train of thought. Okay. <laughs> and that is why Sean <laughs> sorry we experienced a, 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 a lot a of mental there, but yeah. Tom's point was excellent yeah excellent, <laughs> excellently made I, I agreed with all of it <laughs> changed my tune completely yeah. I have thrown my, my Wii U against a wall <laughs> it's, it's so beautiful <laughs> yeah. um, let's try and get back okay. for eagerly on track okay so what do you want from the NX then? What do you think the NX can do to get people on the side of Nintendo? And it's got to be something um, bloody fantastic. Oh, it's tricky. I mean, I honestly don't really care. Hmm. I don't care as long as I mean, I'm not such a fanboy that if if it, if I don't like it or I don't think it's any good, I won't buy it. I don't care. If, I won't buy it just because it's Nintendo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, no, sorry, I'm. I'm at, at once I'm listening to you and trying to and remember not what it was I was saying time, <laughs> previously a minute ago. I'm, I'm really confused. I almost had it there until you started talking. I like Nintendo products because I think they're good and because mm. I enjoy them. So if at the point I stop enjoying them, I won't buy them anymore. So for me, I have no expectations or wishes for the NX other than yes, it's do. just... I, I honestly don't. I don't have anything in particular that I want. Like a lot. Of the people, Zelda game must be causing you to wiggle a little bit. Well, I'm going to get it for my Wii U. I'm definitely going to buy the Zelda game for my Wii U. All I hope is that it's it continues to have like a high quality, high standard. Recently, Nintendo always had like one of the best records, if not the best record, for delivering high quality content. Just you know, critically acclaimed game after critically acclaimed game. Yeah. You know, masterpiece after masterpiece after masterpiece. In this year. <clears throat> And a little bit of last year, I think, as well. That's gone downhill, and they've started receiving like mediocre to some bad reviews as well. Some of the content. A lot of this could be because they've they were already transferring resources because they just realised the Wii U is just not working. Mm. Like it flops massively, so they're just not putting that much energy into making good content for it. So my only hope is that they they you know make good quality games, and they don't kind of you know skimp out on on the finer details and making it just like the the really good polished uh, products that you sort of come to expect from them in favour of just getting stuff out there and just getting it to sell copies does it not concern you they might be spreading themselves a bit thin so I mean you've got the Wii U whatever's <coughs> left to come out on that you've got the NX you've got anything that's going to come out on the 3DS mm. and then on top of that now you've got all the mobile stuff which must be completely different from anything they've ever done before yeah they have a lot of second party studios though mm. so it's not like there's this one team all doing all of this stuff like, they just announced um, Fire Emblem haven't they for it as well. so <coughs> that's right yeah yeah so Dina is the, the company they're working with mm. um, with all the mobile stuff they're yeah. sort of taking charge of um, like they've done this Miitomo you heard of Miitomo's like Nintendo. I meant to download it I kind of wanted to a massive success again I'm mm. surprised you haven't heard of it actually but it's it's basically like Nintendo's first mobile app. So oh, well, I have store. heard about this. Yeah. yeah, it's like a social media thing where you use your Mii's 
um, and you can talk to yeah, people, ask questions, and you can make so, yeah. you can make kind of pictures and stuff, whatever. Um, that's been like a, a massive success in terms of it's it's, peop- it's got ten million users on that mm. already, mm. and it only it's only released a couple of months ago. Um, but yeah, they've they've mentioned they're going to be releasing Fire Emblem and Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing was the other one, yeah, yeah. Two huge franchises um, on mobiles. Yeah, it is a bit of a worry because I literally don't give a damn about mobile gaming. Hmm. I'm fine with them doing it if it means that it enables them to make better games for the consoles. I think. Yeah, if yeah. they make more money and they've got more resources, things are going well for them. They're going to make good quality games, hopefully. So, you know, I'm fine. I'm just I'm not bothered about it myself. It's not for me. Um, it would be nice if they did put more attention into the home console market, the Wii U this year. Now that they've taken off Zelda, sorry. <coughs> now that they've taken off Zelda. It's um, there really isn't much coming to it. It's looking really barren because I was actually kind of when people were talking about when the when is the NX coming out a lot of people were saying oh, it's going to definitely release de- definitely release in 2016 mm-hmm. definitely release in 2016 they need it to come out and I was like oh, do you know what I want more time with my Wii U yeah. I'm really enjoying it I love it I want you know there to be more content for it and this is the problem I was kind of hoping I hope the NX doesn't come out to 2017 at the earliest I hope mm. it doesn't come out to 2017 now that it's been pushed back I'm thinking I might I, I wish I wouldn't have bothered wishing for that yeah. because effectively it's just left a, a gaping hole what I was hoping for, thinking naively, was if the NX doesn't come out to 2017, we're going to get more games for the Wii U in 2016. But it hasn't worked out like that at all. Mm. It's just kind of there's nothing to fill that gap because then they're, they're, they're just obviously not that bothered about trying to to push it anymore. They've they've realised it's kind of a sinking ship and they they've, they've moved yeah. on and they're banking, I guess, on the kind of goodwill of um, the fan base. To move with the NX, does it? I mean, to, to shift it to the other consoles. Tom, you you bought a PlayStation fairly recently, didn't you? Have you got a PlayStation? Well, PS4. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I said in the um, in the, uh, the first podcast. Mm. Did you? With yeah. a PT on it. That's like a genuine question. Oh, just because of PT? I literally bought it just to get. See, so in, I could play is there PT. any point in having a, in an Xbox One now? What, because I've got a PS4? Yeah, because from what I gather, like, the PS4 basically has, like, the better exclusives. I disagree, but... Yeah, I I prefer the Xbox One. I bought the PS4, um, probably not... It's probably not legal to buy it. I mean, it just had PT installed on it. Um, And that's why I bought it. Um, Really? Yeah. So... But whole game for a demo... Oh, not even for one game. No, I, I mean, it's a piece of gaming history. Mm. Not many people these days have a PS4 that has PT on it. Um, but does it not annoy you that now there's going to be a better version of it coming out? It's not even like a slim version. It's not like... No. no? Not for the PS4, I don't care. But the Xbox, the Xbox. For the Xbox One, yes, like I said, it always worries me that this is a technology update mm. and that they've created something better or they've worked out flaws in the architecture of the original, which they're now perfecting, and is actually the one they're going to be mass marketing now for, you know, mass yeah. producing even for the rest of the consoles. This, is, this has always been like you were saying with the 360. It's always been the risk with being an early adopter. Yeah, mm. you, well, you can say that launch the date, surface. They're probably going to release a better version of it pretty quick. Better version of the Wii controller was released 
Yeah, but that was just a controller, though. You didn't need to buy the console again. The, this is this and is different. The, we're, you know. we're talking not just quieter, not just better controls, not just easier to connect to a Kinect sensor. We're talking more almost powerful, a new yeah. console. We're talking something that's far more powerful. Well, yeah, far I, would be, I, would be, I would be genuinely annoyed because mm. I would be thinking I've only had this for... Uh, I, I think I've only had my Xbox One for 18 months or so. Yeah. And I don't feel like I've had... I don't think I've had my fair share. And I bought the console pretty soon after it was released. 18 yeah. months. It's only been out a couple of years. It's uh, three years now. Really? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it should be around that because I think it released a year after the Wii U. I would, I would think that yeah, there's probably at least a couple. More, I would think be thinking in my head there's at least a couple more years hmm. in this. Before. It's not like it was cheap when it came out. Either. Well, it's not like it was cheap, mate. Yeah. No. So even without the Connect bar, you were still paying three hundred and twenty quid or something like that. I, I bought a uh, day one one, hmm. and it, yeah, it was four hundred without games. That's crazy. So serious question now because yeah. for me. I like Nintendo games. There's nothing really? else like. I know it might surprise. <laughs> there's nothing else I can play that on. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I am at the mercy of buying Nintendo consoles. Yeah. For you guys, you like playing Microsoft games or what? Well, Microsoft don't have any games, but you know these kind of big AAA third-party content. Yeah. You can play all those on PC. Is it time now to give up console gaming and buy a gaming PC? No. Well, I have a gaming PC oh. as well. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and uh, and and you'll have noticed that a lot of. Uh, Reviews of a well-known... Yeah, the games journalist's games journalist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, from what you've told me, has been reviewing games like... Um, On his PC. Yeah. What's the, uh, isn't that... That's my point, though. Isn't, isn't, the, isn't the Xbox One redundant? No. No, because you have a lot of programs. Uh, and there are actually good rewards for um, people who have subscriptions like the game uh, was it was games with gold games with gold are you talking about <laughs> good programs and good rewards for subscriptions good systems put in place for people to keep people interested in playing Xbox we get two free games what? every month hmm. okay uh, okay. uh, actually four yeah because you can now play the 360 games on it we, well. we get so they're bribing you to keep playing your not Xbox at all one. no <laughs> because but it's I, I I do everything on the Xbox one now hmm. Um, I use it. I use it for Skype, and I find it. You know, I I use it to keep in contact with my family, and it's really nice to have that option, <laughs> as well as play games, as well as watch movies, as well as as well as as well as yeah. and the exclusives. As well as exclusives are good, and the fact that they're clearly putting more effort into the exclusives on the consoles than the PC. Like you hear about Quantum Break, the PC version taking a month before it actually worked. Yeah. Um, and the Xbox One version you just put in and it was like, ah, I'm here, yeah, it worked fine. Yeah. Um, there, there's clearly still a market for it. But generally, though, the PC versions end up running better because they, they tend to really run yeah, like once twice you, the frames once per you second. Spend generally, although Gears of War Ultimate Edition is a case in point yeah. when a developer has once again rushed out... Arkham Knight yeah, as well. Arkham Knight. I hear there's yeah. a lot with PC ports mm. that, yeah, they're never good at launch. All, the problem is, problem. PC used to be where everything started. Mm. Yeah. It was made for the PC, then ported. The problem we have now is that because consoles are uh, arguably the more important platform for gaming now, because they access the mass market a hell of a lot easier than the PC does, um, the PC is the afterthought. PC yeah. gaming is the, well, we'll port it to PC later. Mm. And all the Assassin's Creed games and COD games and stuff like that get ported, and they're usually not very good. 
because the hardware for most of the consoles is substandard to a good gaming PC, so they have to lower everything to make sure that it will work on an entry-level PC, and then can be specced up to you know a sort of mid-range and a high-range PC. So the thing, thing, the reason I I like the PC as well is because I like using Steam. I like. Uh, the Steam download client, and I like um, I like goodoldgames.com is a fantastic place to go. As well as like the little stuff. indie games as well. And I like indie games, yeah. and I do I really do. And there's a lot of good stuff coming through, and there's a lot of good stuff you can't play. Out. Like for, I'm a big fan of um, Half Life Two, and uh, the episodes that came out afterwards. And I know they've been released for the Xbox, but my experience, the purest of them all, is to play them on the PC. That's what they were designed for. And also, not everyone's got a grand to spend on a gaming PC. No. And the true. mod scene, I'm a big yeah. fan of the modding scene. Mm. And the Xbox always, the, you know, Xbox and Microsoft uh, and PS4 always go on about, uh, sorry, Microsoft and Sony always go on about how they're kind of going to support the mod community. Mm. They're really going to do this. Uh, and they haven't done yet, although there are there are talks about it. Next month is Fallout, apparently. Well, apparently. Mm. Um, but the PC, we've been doing that for ages. You can mod games. There's plenty more life in games on the PC. But it doesn't compare to the ease of which you can just put a disc in a console. Mm. So that I think the two of them work hand in hand. You, I think I am in the lucky position of getting the best of both worlds by having a semi-decent PC and one of the current gen, uh, sorry, you know, one of the current gen consoles that I favour over the other. I mean, also games consoles nowadays. If you, your average player, or even you, I would say not your hardcore game. I hate that term anyway. But someone that plays a lot of games, if they're told that they can all the games they can play, they can play on a console already, and there's not really much in the way of exclusives for AAA games. You've got Sims and Civilization, which people don't. People that are playing Call of Duty or FIFA or anything like that aren't really caring about. Then they're going to much prefer. Just sitting in their living room, whacking off. Yeah, and then putting <laughs> FIFA in and just playing it on a games console. Yeah, you can kind of do that on a PC, though. I think because now you know you have like an Xbox controller for a PC, and you can have it yeah. on your TV. You just have it next to your TV, and you have it. But not everything that comes out on the Xbox or PS4 comes out on PC, and it generally tends to be the 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 bigger titles that they're missing. There's nothing. There's not many games apart from I'd say The Sims. That people are going out their way to buy a PC for. Oh, there's no exclusives yeah, on yeah. PC. Well, I'm not not that I know of particularly. I think generally, like indie games come out. Yeah, like earlier on PC and things. But uh, I think exclusive-wise, it's the single-player mods that turn into mm. uh, sort of publisher-sanctioned mm. uh, full games. Like, like I say, I like the Steam download kind of. For instance, <clears throat> Black Mesa. Mm. Is a um, a mod team's recreation of the original Half Life in the Source engine that they used to make Half Life Two, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, really well done. But and you're never going to play that on console. But that that doesn't appeal to everyone. Is the point? And that's why console market is still really big. And that's and that to be honest doesn't really appeal to me. I like it does appeal to me. It's something I would like, but I don't have the money to buy a gaming PC. I probably do if I stop buying stop doing other things I also enjoy. But let's say uh, the new Xbox is announced it's significantly better than your yeah. current Xbox and you decide I need that by mm. which point let's say what's it going to release at like 400 quid? If it releases 400 pounds I won't touch it with the barge pot. Really? Yeah. I would I would start a petition. Would you say it's a mistake for them to to do that? 
if so no, they are. Not we don't if really we... know at this stage whether it is just going to be a slip because wasn't it like there was an E3 where they announced 360 they called it like a revolution when they released mm. it in a different colour mm. they were like we're revolutionising the gaming industry it's different it's like person. now it comes in blue it's a different <laughs> it's a different person in charge of micro, uh, in charge of Xbox now someone who actually Someone who actually, um, <laughs> I I think, is reasonably trustworthy. He's come entirely from. It's what? on your shirt. You've got a little. I don't know. It's a little moth or something. Mm. I think. It's come entirely. He's come entirely from the game side of things. So when the Xbox One was released, they were very much. Um, is it you're Phil, gonna, Spencer. Phil Spencer. Yeah. yeah. Finnemans. Yeah. Phil Finnemans. Yeah. yeah. Phil Spencer uh, from. Um, the property program. Yeah. There we go. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he um, knows his shit. He came in. Took, took charge of Xbox and just said this needs to be about the games no one cares that you can hook it up to whatever and it'll do your washing for you just yeah. it needs to be about the games the next E3 all games that's all that all they mentioned was games no you can now do no this with your play, games. But games yeah hmm? no gameplay but plenty games. of gameplay there's yeah. plenty of exclusives no on the Xbox footage. <laughs> Sorry, it's, I'm quite enjoying this. So. Although we could just run around covering each other in paint. Yeah, there we go. That's problem solved. <laughs> it's he. He knows what he's doing is the point, and I don't think he'd do anything to alienate people. The guy who was in charge of Xbox, whose name escapes me, when they first announced the Xbox One. Oh, that was the was one who run out of town for that. Yeah. For that very reason, I think they're very keen not to make the similar mistake. There's a miracle they managed to claw back from that. Yeah, and they didn't, is the point. They are still far behind PlayStation. They are, but they seem to have done remarkably. Everyone I know... It's owns... still sold more than the Wii U, if that's what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> but this, this was when they said... That's it's... my barometer. <laughs> was, this, was this the guy that did the, it's not backwards compatible? Yeah, it, well, it needs to be online all the time. Online yeah. all the time. Yeah. You can't buy second-hand games. Yeah. yeah, to which everyone went, well... I'm going to buy, buy this. I'll buy the other yeah. one. But um, I think if they do anything... I think the, the the fact will be it's a purely reactionary thing to PlayStation because oh yeah I, I don't think they I think if they could get away with having the same hardware for another three years mm. releasing software um, making just money off Halo games then I think they would but if PlayStation go well here's the 4.5 and all the PlayStation fanboys uh, mm. after whacking off over uh, Ratchet and Clank go and <laughs> <laughs> then go and then go and buy a um, a 4.5 on top of their 4 as well. And I think it's, it's just a reactionary thing. I think the market, if the market says, the one thing Xbox can't afford to be, it can't afford to do the Nintendo thing because it hasn't been going for as many years. Nintendo. Yeah. It needs to be up there with PlayStation providing, and in my opinion, this is what Xbox do better than anyone, the best online experience mm, yes. compared to any of the yeah, others there. Yeah, yeah. So they need to keep up with PlayStation but still say you're going to play you're going to play Call of Duty online here you're not going to play it with those losers on the old wanker PlayStation are you no come play <laughs> it with us the console wars yeah no but it's, in this no, no, no not at all yeah yeah but I because I, I, I'm strongly considering buying a PS4 what put me off was that there's a new one around the corner mm, yeah. and I'm probably going to hang on and wait to see what that is before mm -hmm. I because one or two things will happen the original player PS4s for a month or two while they're trying to get rid of them will go down in price or it will be affordable and I'll buy a PlayStation as well. So Xbox need to keep up in that sense. They haven't kept up in VR and it's getting dangerously close to that bit where they go, well, why would I buy an Xbox? And that's why they keep going, games, 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 buy these games. 
Rise of Tomb Raider exclusive <coughs> for a year. Um, and um, th- that's what they've got to do. And it's about the online experience. And that's why people are still buying Halo 5. It's certainly not for the story. It's the multiplayer. The multiplayer gameplay. And they've gone uh, all DLCs free. So people are still going to buy ha- play Halo. People love the Halo universe, but that game is woeful, just awful. So what, they're not doing anything VR. I'd imagine we'll see something AR related at um, E3 because they seem to be behind that the whole HoloLens oh, thing. Oh yeah, they? the HoloLens, yeah. Um, but yeah, they need to do something to keep up. Um, and mm. quietly, someone at Microsoft might give Phil Spencer a ring. Or, you know how you said we're not re-releasing a console. Well, <laughs> these guys are. Yeah. We're re-releasing a console. <laughs> so because there's this chance that early next year, come March, there's the PS4.5 or 4K, whatever it's called. There's the NX. And then behind all three of them is the Xbox, and they can't afford that. I, thought, I was under the impression that these things are going to be releasing this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. If they don't oh. do anything, oh, I see. Yeah, then they are. That's the third best console on the market, which they can't. I afford. sincerely hope that the that Sony and Microsoft haven't gone uh, thinking oh, the NX. Oh my God, it's going to. Don't mean they have. No. It's, it's as you say. It's a different market. It really is. It's it's, it's yeah, but and it's so different that it would just be it would be the most foolish reaction to a Nintendo announcement ever. Do you know, is to worry as another con as another console manufacturer, knowing that Nintendo are not going to steal fans from no. you. They're not going to steal fans from you. No. What might happen is that someone might buy the NX as well as something yeah. else. And, and that's it. What might happen is they release something <clears throat> as genius, release with something as genius as Wii Sports, and people that don't buy games consoles then go and buy. To be honest, I genuinely feel sorry for whoever it was that got pulled off of the Wii U team and put in a room and said, "Right, so you have to come up with the next wacky thing that the uh, that the NX is going to do," because honestly, could it be affordable VR? I mean, Nintendo have done VR before. I don't think they would go down that route because... The Virtual um, Boy was a colossal failure. Not because of that, but just because, as I said, they they, they want to do something different. And I don't think they know that, that there is so virtual much... reality? Well, it really exists on phones and things. I think... I, I think. But what if they did it in a console form? That meant that people could sit I mean, out there possible. in their homes and masturbate over virtual reality. It's definitely not going to happen. But for an affordable price. I think what we'll see is uh, an extension of the Wii U, a tablet that you can take on the bus with you. Yeah, that's a lot of people's theories that it's it's a reverse Wii U. Because the Wii U, basically, the way it works is the console streams mm. um, the game to your gamepad. Mm, so, yeah. so you can view it on the screen and so it can interact with what's on the TV and, you know, two different screens, blah, blah, blah. People are suggesting that perhaps they'll do it the other way so you'll have <coughs> um, all of the hardware in the gamepad and you'll just have like a dongle or something that will plug into your TV and it will stream to your TV so you can play the sort of handheld on the TV and then you want to go out like say you get on the bus you take, just take the gamepad with you and then just play it on the gamepad that's I, people's some people's theory but I had an extension of that as well yeah which is that it's a dongle that you can then plug into the other consoles because they seem pretty keen on working with Xbox and Microsoft, Xbox and do they? They've mentioned it, I believe. No. Xbox also have mentioned it as well. Xbox mentioned yeah. that stuff like that all the time. Like Phil Spencer's 
always down for stuff like that. But no, Nintendo, I don't think ever. Gonna have I, that I, I thought there was an announcement. There was definitely going to be functionality, Nintendo functionality on the new on the two other consoles. Japanese. No, definitely not. I, I swear I saw that somewhere. That will be some crappy NX rumor. You know that that's definitely not been official announcement. That I I, I pigs would fly. I think before that happened. Japanese companies often adopt a policy, and in fact, the the, the company I work for, a Japanese mm. company, is is exactly the same. That they don't try and compete in areas that don't have anything to do with them. If you see what I mean, like for instance, you specialize. Is the the company I works for would always say, "Well, why would I move into TVs?" Because LG's already there. Why yeah. would I? Why would I try and compete with 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 them? Well, why would I try and compete with um, another company? <laughs> uh, why would I try and compete with Apple by making a phone? Well, look at Konami, complete almost completely pulling out of the games market. Yeah. To make you know arcade machines and and no, not arcade. Machines. I wish they'd make an yeah, arcade yeah. machine. They're making pachinko machines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pachinko. <laughs> yeah. How the mighty have fallen. Yeah, it's the love Konami. Yeah, honestly, Metal Gear Solid Five is is fabulous. It's the, it's the last swan song. It is. It's. I mean, it's just brilliant. It's it's gutting to think that there probably won't be a Metal Gear Solid Six. It's gutting to think that there there might be. There probably will be, and and as I always say, there's probably. Um, uh, you know, it sucks balls that there's probably not going to be a um, another Silent Hill game. There'll probably be another <laughs> Hideo Kojima horror game, mm. but there won't necessarily be another Silent how, Hill game. How do you think we'll know it's a Hideo Kojima game? I think you might mention it. You <laughs> might mention it because they might not put his name on the box. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I don't know. But with Metal Gear Solid Five, at the start of every mission is oh, yeah. presented by Hideo Kojima, starring the same person you've been playing. The whole time <laughs> presented by Hideo Kojima, it's not David by Hideo Kojima. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so, but actually, it's also part of the charm. How I still we, need to play that. How long have we been recording? That's an hour. Cool. Pretty good. Right. Right. So, so we've reached now. That's it. Conversation <laughs> over. So we've established that we love all the consoles, one way or another, between the three of us. Yep. and that we don't want them to change too much <laughs> so no. maybe we're a little bit stuck in our ways is what we've established from that but I should also say that most of my comments that I make about Nintendo are purely to bait you and yeah. not same when I make com- comments yeah. about uh, yeah. my you know, Xbox it's purely to I'm very much at everyone tongue in cheek everyone to their own person I, exactly. so I, I want to encourage people to pursue their own paths in life Well, I just hate the two of you now, so goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.